Hello and welcome to another episode of Infinite Mystery. This is Rick Pidcock, and in this episode, we are going to be doing something a little bit different. I'd like to transition to reading some poetry from another person. This is a person named Reiner Maria Rilke. And so in this episode, what I'd like to do is just kind of give an overview of their life and um, you know, give some thoughts on what shaped them as a person and shaped their writing as well. So Reiner Maria Rilke was born on um, December 4th, 1875 in Prague. And his parents, before he was born, had lost a baby daughter. And so they had a lot of grief around that. And, and so their grief was actually so difficult for them that his mother raised him as a girl until he was six. And um, that's also why she named, gave him the middle name Maria as well. So, so he, he, he was raised as a girl to help try to heal his mother's wounds for losing her baby daughter. And then his father also had not only the wounds from the lost child, but also he lost his military career and ended up working for the railroad. So at age 10, Reiner had to go to military school. And I think it's really interesting how you can see in his story how his parents' wounds shaped his wounds. And, and so here he is being raised as a, as a girl until six, but then at age 10, all of a sudden he's thrown into military school. And military school back then for boys, it was very emotionally repressive. There was a lot of toxic masculinity there was a constant barking of commands. And he spent five years there. And, and during his time there, poetry became his safe space. It became home for him. And eventually he was released due to illness and went to university. And despite the family pressures that he was experiencing, that he continued to have, he knew that he had to be a writer and a poet. But the problem that he was experiencing, like many writers and poets experience, was how to financially provide for himself. And he had a very unconventional career. This is something that I can definitely resonate with. I spent 20 years in the cleaning industry with a desire to write and be a poet. And so I can definitely identify with a lot of the struggles that, that he personally faced. And so he began sorting through his religious assumptions by working it out in his poetry. And he, he moved to Tuscany for two months to engage with Italian Renaissance art, which focused on the human portrayal of God. He would connect with nature. Daddy? Yes. Uh, where are I think she's at a friend's house. I'll be in in a couple minutes, okay? okay. Um... He would connect with the outdoors. He, he would walk barefoot through the meadows often. 
And then in 1899, he went to Russia and he fell so in love with the land and the spirituality that, that it inspired him to write 67 poems over 25 days for his Book of Hours, Book of a Monastic Life. And that's actually what we're going to be, um, some of what we're going to be reading from over a number of episodes. So it's not that I fully resonate with everything that he says or even everywhere that he finds himself. When you learn his story, you'll realize that he doesn't even resonate consistently with himself at all times. And I, th I think, isn't, you know, isn't that the same way all of us are? Um, I, I resonate with his way of seeing through intuition and love and contemplative being. And I love how this story and his writing demonstrates how our stories give shape to the stories of others, how our unprocessed and unhealed wounds give shape to the wounds of others, but also how our compassion for ourselves can foster compassion for others. As we learn our own stories, the natural response is to, the human response is to have compassion for yourself. And then as you learn the stories of others, that overflows into compassion for them. And, and then also how the healing that we experience can foster healing in others. <laughs> 